Shelley, this is part three in our religion and sex series. You know, I think we have realized at this point we could do a part 10 million. 69? And 69, <laughs> yes. Remember you want to do a 69 part series? <laughs> I did. Because that's just fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's more to say on this topic. Yep. Also, Pirate God is going to chime in this week. What? Who invited <laughs> Pirate God back? <laughs> well, I didn't need an invitation, Shelly. <laughs> I just sort of pop in from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yep. Nobody invites Pirate God. Mm-hmm. Pirate God just shows up. True. Okay. Should we get into that in uh, just a second after the break? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Be right back. Hey, Virginia. Did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate three days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com. To learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws, controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions. Paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. My name is Mary. My name is Shelly. Jelly, we just got back from West Virginia. We or did. As you like to say, West, West Virginia. Virginia. Like all the time. I don't know how to say West Virginia without that song without in singing my head. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clearly. Mm-hmm. What were we doing there, Shell? We were there in support of the No More Silence efforts to um, get the word out about abuse of children and basically everyone, but particularly children uh, within religions. Uh, well, in this case, specifically the Mormon religion. Of course, yes. Yeah. But we did meet a gentleman there who's the the head of SNAP, which can't remember what that stands for, <laughs> but it's basically— um, Survivors Network. Uh, something about priests. Abusing priests or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And similarly to how uh, our podcast has attracted folks from all sorts of religious backgrounds, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. He's getting interest from— Abuses within all sorts of religions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. his name is Sean Doherty, mm-hmm. and we're going to interview him at some point yeah. to talk about what this is. SNAP. It does stand for Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests. I just pulled out his business card. So there we you would go. Be in the know. So if anyone out there has seen the uh, show Spotlight, oh right, this is basically what kind of formed this organization, SNAP. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to hopefully doing some work with them and spreading awareness, doing what we can. Yep, doing what we do. So more to come on that at some point. We also met Jen from the Exmo Candle Company. She's so fun and so cute. <laughs> she gave us candles. Oh, my God. What was your candle? Uh, duh, licked cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling mine out of the box as we speak. Oh, read it. I said pulling out of the box. Very, oh It's very fitting for a sex episode. It's true. Uh, mine was specifically for Pirate God. <laughs> uh, Wait, how did she know that was you? Huh. Huh. <laughs> well, secrets out. <laughs> <laughs> In case anyone's cat's out of the bag, Mary's Pirate God. <laughs> My candle's called Swimming with Satan. Ooh. And I think I commented on Facebook that it has the scent of seafoam and shame. Mm, that's, <laughs> Delicious. That's kind of perfect. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah, so check out those guys at exmocandles.com. Yes. I think some of the fun is just the clever names. Oh, for sure. For, for these yeah. candles. Yeah, support this company. 
because I said. And, I and because <laughs> Shelly said. And be amused by the uh, fun plays yeah. on words for those yeah. fucked up Mormon terms that yes. we enjoy so much. They're great quality candles, too, by the way, and smell delicious. They're not just like cheap pieces of shit with funny names. They're a good product. Oh, yeah. This looks like those like super quality, those kind of thick soy candles, you know what I'm talking about? The, sure, baby. The thick ones. The thick ones. These <laughs> the are thick, thick soy. Thick and smooth. <laughs> God. That used to be my name in high school. <laughs> Was it? And no. now it's licked cupcake? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One precedes the other for sure. I, for, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> Hilarious. You know, this may also be a good time to mention this week's Coffee sponsor. Speaking of fun plays on Mormon terms, mm-hmm. apostate coffee at apostatecoffee.com. Mm-hmm. Enter LDL at checkout for is it 10% off your order? I think it's free coffee. <laughs> is that what you think? I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever think... it is, it's a discount. So. <laughs> it's a discount. LDL at checkout. For fun blends like Outer Dark Roast, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. With hints of caramel and... <laughs> You're just making shit up. Hazily something. <laughs> and sin. I don't know. Hell? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it hurts like hell if you get it too hot and burn your throat. Yeah. That's that for sure. Makes it a hot drink, and that's against the word of wisdom. <laughs> we would mm-hmm. hate for that to happen. We would hate. What if you drink hate. it cold? Um, no, still against it somehow. <laughs> because God said. Because God said. Because Mormon God said. Mm-hmm. Last week, we mentioned the book Come As You Are mm-hmm. by Emily Nagoski, yep. is her name, and how all the stars aligned for that all to happen because we got the books and then blah, blah, blah. I won't go through that all again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jen from Exmo Candle Company, you're welcome for that extra copy of the book. So there you go. Yeah, you're welcome. Shelly <laughs> sent us to buy two copy, copies. Whose copy did you give her? Mine or yours? Um... I don't probably mind because I don't really read anymore. (laughs) I listen. Well, that's the thing. You bought it on Audible too. So we've been listening to that book Mm -hmm. on Audible. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're having her as a guest. Yeah, she's coming on the show. Yeah, we're excited. In November, we think. Mm -hmm. So that is very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Super excited about that. So, what I was going to say to the listeners if you want to pick up a copy of Come As You Are, Because I can't loan the copy out to everybody. Nope. You know, hit up Jen at Exmo Candle Company if you <laughs> Told want. Told her read quickly and <laughs> read, pass it on. Read it quick. Get that book out there to somebody <laughs> else. Uh, yeah, pick up a copy if you so desire and come up with some questions. We're going to be able to read listener questions and Emily is going to answer them on our podcast. Yeah. Really pumped about yeah. that. Yeah. We started listening to the book on Audible and she pulls no punches like... Yeah. It's, it, oh, yeah. Any que- there is no wrong question. <laughs> no. Nothing too embarrassing. And it's funny to watch Shelly's face. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just listen. still this sheltered little Mormon girl. I'm like, ah, clitoris. Ah! <laughs> Stop saying it. So you don't know this yet, but on the next Scandal Sessions recording, I'm going to do a rapid fire word association oh, with all God. of your favorite sexual slang terms and, <laughs> and the scientific ones too. Oh, okay. Oh, we're going to hear yeah. the cringe in your voice. Isn't it funny that I'm so like no filter, outspoken, whatever, mm-hmm. but there's still this thing with sexual terms that they mm-hmm. just make me uncomfortable. Labia. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I bet. I bet you are. <laughs> I don't know why that amuses me so much making you cringe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not a lot makes me cringe, but those sex terms. I know. It's It's like a holdover from the prudishness. Of course it is. I have never once in my life heard my parents say... Vulva? No, of course not. (laughs) But I'm trying to think, like, have they even said the word sex? I don't even know (laughs) if I've heard them say sex. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? When we go out there... Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're going out there in November. Oh, yeah, for Thrive. Uh, for Thrive. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about that, okay. too. But what I was going to say is when we're out there in November, should we ask your parents if they can define what the Provo push is? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will totally know. Yeah. Um. Somebody else was talking about hump jump. Oh, is it the same idea? I think I it's guess, the same idea. That, then you have your buddy on top of the bed with you jumping up and down, maybe? Is that what that is? Yeah, I would imagine so, mm-hmm. but that is such a weird 
weird thing. So in some of the other Facebook groups, people were running polls to see if this was actually a real thing that people did. Like, ah, I can't, it's got to be made up. And so they were saying, have you ever done this? Have you ever known someone who's done this, blah, blah, blah. And there are actual people who have done the Provo push, <laughs> like real life people. So no, I'm sure. it's not just some mystical, yep. made up Harry Potter voodoo shit. It's an actual <laughs> real thing. The myth is true. That people have done. <laughs> so there you go. Yep. So yeah, let's talk about Thrive Day 2021. I'm excited. I had no idea even that this thing existed. I guess it's been going on a couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's relatively new, but it keeps growing mm-hmm. year by year. It's a really good community of ex-Mormons wanting to thrive. It's thrive after religion is mm-hmm. what it is. So, yeah. And that's something that can be hard to do is to actually get your life fucking going in the right direction when you've been so beat down by a cult. Well, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they even talk about where will you go mm-hmm. after Mormonism? What would you What will you do if you leave the cult? I'll they don't say that part. I'll be a lesbian. <laughs> I'll be a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to duke it out somehow. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. It's like a support system for people trying to figure it out yeah. once they leave, well, Mormonism in this case. Yep. So it's Sunday, November 14th, all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be speaking. Yep. It's in Salt Lake City. It's in Salt Lake City. I'm not sure what time we go on yet. Hey, I don't know. There's we like have, a stage. Yeah, we don't have all the info yet, but mm-hmm. we will be there. We will be presenting, and mm-hmm. we are planning a meet and greet mm-hmm. um, for just us and as many of our listeners that want to yeah. come. But we don't. We haven't planned it yet because we are always a day late and a dollar short. Oh, Jesus. Is that a word? That was something <laughs> you would say. Okay. All right, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> uh, what's the website that people can sign up? It is thrivebeyondreligion.com. Yes. So that is going to be at the Salt Palace. Big convention center. Sounds salty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why you got to be so salty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool uh, speakers. Do you have the thing in front of you? Yeah, Read some I do. Okay. Tell, tell us who's going to um, be there. Sarah Edmondson, mm-hmm. actor from The Vow on HBO. I oh. have not seen that. Well, we need so to. So there you go. Also a podcaster, a little bit Culty is the name of that podcast. I like That's it. That's cool. Lance Allred, former NBA player, also TEDx person, author, motivational speaker. Not Lance Armstrong. Different nope. Lance. Lance Allred. Yes. Okay. Said that correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, Radio Free Mormon, which is a Mormonism Live podcast. There's a lot of podcasters mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. Alan and Kate. Caddy or Katie? I don't know. Oh it's my two God. Teas. Mary is struggling. I don't know these people. <laughs> Alan and Caddy Mount from Marriage on a Tightrope podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I haven't listened to these podcasts. All right. Keep going. Oh, Mary and Shelly, Latter day Lesbian. Is my name spelled correctly now? Nope. Not in the one I'm Fuck. looking at. <laughs> There's only one E, people. Okay. Keep going. Uh, Monica Crowfoot, I think. <laughs> well, TikTok star? Crowfoot. I mean, how else would you say? Is it spelled like Crowfoot? It's exactly spelled that way. Okay. Then that's what it is. <laughs> Luna Lindsay Corbden, author of Recovering Agency. Uh, you know, I've I, seen that book. I have that book. She, we, read we it. We have that book, Shelly. Damn it. Can we listen to it? <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can. Okay. Get on Audible. I'm sure you can listen to it. Maybe we can listen to it and then talk to her. Oh, good idea. John DeLynn, uh, yep. Mormon Stories podcast. Mm-hmm. Natasha Helfer, we just met her this past weekend Love in West her. Virginia. Love her. Going to have her on the podcast. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And Bill Real from Mormon Discussions uh, Podcast. Yes. That's kind of cool, He's too. also very awesome. Well, I guess we're going to meet all kinds of cool folks. Shit, let's do it. Let's do it. Maybe we'll have more people on our podcast as a mm-hmm. result of Thrive Day, which is, again, Sunday, November 14th. Please come out and support us. It's 25 bucks if you're going to be in the area or you live in the area or you're coming to the area and you can't afford a ticket, let us know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be able to help a few people out yep. if they're in that position. Just drop us a line at contact at latterdaylesbian.org. Mm-hmm. If you need help paying that $25 entry fee, just let us know. Yes. We don't want anyone to miss out because they need can't some afford? help with uh, paying for it. We would be more than happy to help you out. All righty. That sounds great. So, Shelly, I was thinking about this whole sex and religion discussion that we're having over and over and over because it's a big one. Mm-hmm. It is a big one because it's fascinating and— Horrifying. Horrifying mm-hmm. and damaging and yep. all the things. It's all the th- everything. Yep, and we want to spend careful attention to this topic. But I was thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if the Book of Mormon says anything about 
sex About or anything doing it. similar mm-hmm. to sex. Sure as shit. There are some <laughs> passages that are sort of related to this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what Pirate God has to say in this segment called Shiver Me Scriptures. For some reason, I always have to raise my, my arms I, I really wish people could watch <laughs> Mary transform into Pirate God. It's not like she just sits there and suddenly the voice comes out. It's an entire, like, yeah, you gotta get imagine into like character. a werewolf, you know, like <laughs> the muscles pop out. And oh, like the, the Hulk? Hulk smash. Yes. <laughs> Today we are reading from 2 Nephi 13, 16 through 17. There you go. Let's see what Pirate God has to say. Moreover, that's a weird way to start a passage. I've never in my life started a <laughs> sentence with moreover. 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 No. Oh, God. Uh-huh. If there's any reason not to read scriptures, it's because they just use stupid <laughs> shit language. I know. Joe, come on. <sighs> and all the typos. And changing tenses in the middle of a passage. How did anyone yeah, it's think— it's bullshit literature. <laughs> it is horrible. I mean, it's made up and fake in the first place, but it's also just not good reading. <laughs> it's so shittily written. It's Tis. horrible. Tis. Yeah. How any scholars out there, like biblical or scriptural scholars mm-hmm. within the Mormon realm, and we do know of some, mm-hmm. past and present, mm-hmm. how they thought any of this was legit beyond me. Yeah. It's so crazy. Okay. Moreover— Moreover, let's get back to this reading. (laughs) Moreover, the Lord saith, because the daughters of Zion are haughty and walk with stretched forth necks. Wait, they're hotties? (laughs) Haughty! Haughty, me hearties! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can I get back? Can can Paragod continue? Okay. And walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and mincing as they go. And making a tinkling with their feet, whatever the fuck that is, and it's creepy too. Therefore, the Lord will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will discover their secret parts. We examine this. <laughs> yeah. What's a scab? How do you get hit with a scab? So I was reading the footnote for this, uh-huh. and it was basically like some sort of plague that created like a scab <laughs> God. on your head. So uh-huh. I'm going to hit you in the head with my scabs. Well, sure, you'll be then, smited. And then find smoked. your private places. Yeah, discover your secret secret parts. If you're walking and tinkling. <laughs> I used to be like tinkle, tinkle with, with, with my kids. Feet. Like your, oh, like their feet are, so what, they're like wearing like Mr. Tambourine Man? <laughs> <laughs> Finger symbols, toe symbols. Toe symbols. <laughs> and then what's with the stretched forth yep, neck? stretched forth necks. They're haughty. Me hearties. I kind of enjoyed that. Walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes. What's wanton? Uh, wanton? <laughs> wanton I'm eyeballs. Hungry. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry, too. Should no, we get how do you wontons? spell it? I just typed in wanton, and we've got soup, wrapper, <laughs> recipes. W-A-N-T-O-N. Okay. <laughs> Wrong vowel. How about walking and mincing as they go? How do you do that? Mincing is like what you do with onions. You like you're sure going to mince do. some onions or for, minced garlic. For some reason, I think— Mince meat pie. <laughs> mince meat. For some reason, I think it might be like prancing kind of a thing. Like you're walking and you mince as you go. Like you're gesturing in a flirty way. Coy. Maybe We're going to look coy-ish. that up next. So wanton here— the. Adjective says deliberate and unprovoked. Okay. But there's hmm. also, it says dated. I guess this is like an older one. Sexually unrestrained or having Ooh. many casual sexual relationships <laughs> typically used of a woman. Can your eyes do that? Yeah, I'm going to start wandering around with wanton eyes. Eyeballs? Yeah, how do I? Is it like eyeball sex? Okay, ready? Do my eyes Ooh. look like I'm sexually something? I think your eyes are saying licked cupcake right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay, like good. the candle. Here's the noun, and it's it says archaic next to it. It says um, a sexually unrestrained woman. Ooh, she wanton. behaved like a wanton, like a wanton. This is the <laughs> like word. She'd, she'd behaved like a wanton. I didn't know it could be a noun. Huh, I didn't Shut know up, that you wanton. <laughs> okay, here's more for verb in the archaic version. So I guess old school is to play frolic. Ooh. That's better. Do you want it in a sentence? Sure. They sat gazing at the white-flecked pure blue sea and the various gulls that wantoned in the wake. That's a Wantoned? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Last one in the verb, behave in a sexually unrestrained Ooh. way. Here's a sentence. Women who have wantoned, <laughs> wantoned <laughs> with suitors. It's weird to have it a verb. 
mm-hmm. women who have wanton wanton. <laughs> Look, it's just a so. Dumb word. I guess Joe is trying to say that they were walking around with sex on the brain oh. coming through their eyeballs. Eyeballs, okay. Sex eyeballs. <laughs> sex eyeballs. Okay. Uh-huh. We, you know what we need to do is we need to take that paragraph and put it in terms that we understand. Mm-hmm. What about mincing when oh, they're walking? Mincing. And mincing when you're walking when you're mincing. <laughs> mincing is a food preparation technique. Okay, I don't think that's the one they're I talking don't think about. So. Affectedly dainty in Ooh. manner or gait, effeminate, okay. like All if right. it's a dude. Oh, God. Okay, so they're walking around with a, I don't know. They're daintily walking around with sex eyes. They're they're dainty (laughs) and sexy. (laughs) No, just the eyes. (laughs) Just their eyes, sex eyes. Sex eyes. Walking around in a dainty fashion. Sexually. Oh, my God. And then they got a scab on their head, so that's a really good look. Oh, my God. That's a good look. Scabs on the head. Walking dainty with, with sex eyes. tinkling on their feet. Oh, God, we forgot about the little tambourines. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone, Tom, are you out there? Tom, please? Tom Astor, please Yes, Tom Astor, we need a picture. <laughs> we need a picture of what this looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they also have stretched forth necks. Fucking A. Okay, all right, here we go. Stretched forth necks. <laughs> and wanton eyes. Wa- like sex eyes, walking daintily <laughs> with tingling on their feet. Tinkling. Tinkling with a K. Like tambourines and shit. And um, sex eyes. Did I get them all? Oh, and the scab. Don't forget the scabs on the head. (laughs) Do we need a new mascot for for Latter-day Lesbian? Good God. She sounds hot. Oh. Well, she is haughty. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Me hearties. It's true. Oh, my God. She's going to give Joe a run for his money. There's a lot going on in here. (laughs) I, um, that's very creative. And... And somehow God is discovering this person's secret parts. Well, I think it's more than one person. Oh, it's a bunch of them. Imagine the sounds of the tinkling. You'll know they're coming. Oh, they're mincing and tinkling. (laughs) And look out for those scabs. Oh, my God. So is it God talking here or someone saying God's doing this? Well, well I know it Lord, was pirate The God Lord saith. <laughs> <laughs> Moreover. Moreover, the Lord saith. So my bad. You're not listening. The Lord saith some weird shit. <laughs> That's what say. I got to say. <laughs> I like these scabbed girls. Oh, I had no idea it was <laughs> With like, their stretched forth necks. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you stretch them forth too far, you're going to get scabs on your head. Well, you're going to bump shit. <laughs> That's what I mean. You're going to hit like like tree limbs and shit. No wonder. <laughs> Especially if you're like trying to figure out this dainty walk. Oh, for sure you're going to have. And trying to get these like toe symbols to oh, work. You're going to bump your head into something. Because you're going to not be paying attention. No. Your head's way up there because yep. you're stretched forth neck. <laughs> it's an accident waiting to happen. And if your eyes are wanton, you're not focusing on where you're going. You're just sex out of your eyeballs. You're, you got eyeball sex, and then <laughs> you know that God's looking for your private parts. There's a lot going on. You're probably you're not paying walking. attention. You're not. I mean, how could you when you're all this? You're walking into doorways and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and getting scabs on your scabs. head. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. We should do a new segment of <laughs> scriptural interpretations. Because, <laughs> honestly, I've read that scripture before. Have you? A lot. It's one of the, it, honestly, it's one of the ones that you, for some reason, read a lot in Mormonism because it's like, the way they interpret it is like prideful women oh, and rich women. God I doesn't see. like prideful rich women, right? With their wanton eyes. Yeah, but when we break it down. <laughs> hmm this is what it is. Oh, that's funny. Okay, we got another one here. We got oh, two more. Shit. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Alma 47. Alma. This is Alma 47, verse 33. Okay. okay. Therefore, when the queen had received this message, she said unto Amalekia. Oh, God. Amalekia. Well, then don't spell it with an L-I-C-K for pirate God's sake. <laughs> It's not lick ya. I'm a lick ya. <laughs> God. Desiring him that he would spare the people of the city. And she also desired him that he should come in unto her. Elma, you fictional fornicator. Get your mind out of the gutter, you nasty rapscallion. Rapscallion? You like that? It's a piratey term. Rapscallion. Like, is this like a bacon-wrapped <laughs> onion? No, this is a serious question. <laughs> well, I think it's like, you know, calling somebody, um, you rascal. Does anybody know what a rapscallion is? Well, I'm picturing it. It's probably pretty yummy. It's like a bacon-wrapped <laughs> yummy, onion. Yeah. Do you grill it? 
You know I'm, how I like for sure. It's things. imagine the bacon wrapped asparagus that you do, mm-hmm. prosciutto wrapped asparagus. Prosciutto Just wrapped asparagus. Replace the asparagus with a green onion, and that's a wrapped scallion. I don't think I would want to eat that. I'd eat it. I feel like it's something you would get at Outback with like a ranch dipping sauce. Oh, hell yeah. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, did we want to dive into that one at so all? So she's basically saying like... To Amalikia? <laughs> what, how do you say that guy's name? Amalakaya. It's a made up name. And you know what? It's made up. You can say it however the fuck you want. Honestly. <laughs> I like Amalikia. Okay. Amalikia. Okay. So she wants Amalikia mm-hmm. to come on in and... Like come in onto her. Come in. Is that like sing dong? Yeah, I'm kind of come in here unto you. I think I'm not familiar with the story right now. It's been too long. I can't pick this out of my normal Book of Mormon stories. Well, I'm sure there's more contextual stuff on either end of this one verse. Of course. But I didn't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, last one. This is Moroni 9, uh, verses 9 through 10. Hmm. Okay. For behold, many of the daughters of the Lamanites have they taken prisoners, and after depriving them of that which was most dear and precious above all things, which is chastity and virtue. Moroni, you weird hybrid man-angel, quit putting a price tag on whatever virtue is. Sounds all pretty made up to me, arsehole. (laughs) Basically. You know, it's (laughs) fucked up. I mean, there's so many things fucked up. But apparently in this story, the bad guys are taking these girls and, you know. Taking their virtue. You're taking. And it's like, <laughs> there's no focus about that they're taking them away from their families mm. or, you know, murdering them. What I was like, oh, they took away their virginity, oh, yeah. which is the most. Pre- That's and, the most precious thing. What does that, I mean, <sighs> I don't mean to say what does that matter, but virginity matters to men. Well, and it matters to women because of men. That's And that's my yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You know, being a virgin one day and then having sex, the next day, you you haven't changed. Right. You're the same person. And we actually were learning about the hymen in the book. Oh, yeah. Come you as can you are. have sex and still have an intact hymen. Yeah, it can grow back. Yeah. Or you can never have sex and never have a hymen. And you just don't have one. Some people don't have them. Or some hymens don't tear. Right. Or some actually grow back. Yeah. So there is literally... No way to actually tell if you're a virgin or not. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. So the fact that they're talking about taking away the most precious things that a woman has, which is her virginity. Fuck that shit. Ugh. And quit mm. trying to make it seem like a woman's value is totally transactional. Right. That's equating her to an actual commodity. Yeah. You know? Instead of just a human being. Right. Well, it's the same thing as a licked cupcake. Cupcakes are amazing. Licked cupcake, man. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, Fuck (sighs) anyone who has this idea in their mind, Mormon church and most cults, um, that a woman's value is somehow tied to something sexual. Well, and it's just not the same for guys. It's not. It just isn't. Mm -mm. It's a frickin' double standard Mm -hmm. is what that is. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said frick, by the way. Fuck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And for a man, same thing. You can't tell if he just had his first time having sex yesterday. So mm-hmm. why why is it never talked about men not being virgins? Because nobody gives a shit. Nobody because men shit. write the rules. A, there you go. Because mm-hmm. men decide. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men come up with the rules, and so mm-hmm. it's up to them. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, Pirate God, for uh, showing up and mm-hmm. doing your thing, mm-hmm. I guess. The thing that Pirate God does. The thing that Pirate God does. Let's take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to get into some more of those letters about how religion effed up effing or just fucked up fucking. Basically, yes. Okay. Let's do it. Be right back. Okay. We're back with more responses from uh, our social media. I think these specifically are from the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook Thank you again to our moderators, Jamie, Alice, and Jessa. Thank you so much for your help uh, in that group. Yep, they're doing an awesome job. Yeah. Do you want to jump in and go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, here we go. First one. Well, easily being taught I would go to hell if I was gay fucked it up. Mm. When I quit believing that, I was already married to a man because I was supposed to. Oh, that sounds familiar, huh? Mm-hmm. I finally came out this summer and now get to learn sex in a whole new context. Oh, wow. Oh, it's way better. Trust me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I need more information because is this person still married or are they single and discovering I don't know. what sex is in a whole new context? Hmm. 
I think we need an update. Yeah, update, please. Okay. I'm going to go next. Okay. Uh, so I was a dumb 18-year-old already having sex with my boyfriend. Not the dumb part in mm-hmm. parentheses. I moved in with my ultra-Mormon grandparents. That was the dumb part. (laughs) (laughs) And my boyfriend lived in another state. We decided to Skype sex. Oh. I used my grandparents' computer. That's the dumb (laughs) part. part. (laughs) Yeah. I had to be quiet, so we sexted. Oh, God. Oh, I wonder if this person means rather than talking on the telephone. They, uh, they typed texted. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, sexting. That's what sexted is, is texting. <laughs> yeah, it is thanks, sexual. Shelley. You're welcome. Appreciate uh-huh. that. Anything okay. for you, baby. Uh-huh. Little did I know, my whole conversation was recorded. Fuck. My grandpa printed off multiple copies, <laughs> put them in a folder, sat me down, and gave me a copy of my sex day. I am so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Can't. Wow. He told me my boyfriend was evil and that I was not going to make it into heaven. I was mortified. I'm mortified. Wow. (laughs) I can't even imagine what that felt like. Jesus. Uh, This person says, I can laugh at it now. Who fucking does that? (laughs) Prints off multiple copies of sexting? Ew. The things I said, though, (laughs) they kicked me out. And then adds haha to that. But that... Had to be so traumatic at the time, getting kicked out of the your, house. Yeah, but your grandpa reading your sex tape. I mean, I'd want to just run away. That's true. Wow. I'm guessing this person might have just run away had they not been kicked out <laughs> anyway. And I would love to get copies of the sexting. <laughs> Do you still have those copies? <laughs> Can we read that on a special segment? Who on Scandal Sessions? Ooh. A special Scandal Sessions segment. Sex, s- sexting <laughs> Scandal Sessions segment. segment. I like it. <laughs> We won't have um, Pirate God read that one because that would just be weird. My turn? Yeah. I just got sexually active a month ago. I have been remarkably free of guilt. Thanks, Pirate God. I, <laughs> I, haven't... Think, I think it's um, like instead of thank God, it's thank Pirate God. Oh, thank Pirate God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Pirate God had anything to do with this person's guilt. Maybe. <laughs> or not guilt. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have not been able to climax, though, and I wonder if there's something subconscious from religion going on there. Yeah. Uh, probably, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, probably. Read wow. the book. Yeah, when we read some of these things, it's like, oh my gosh, I just want to grab that copy of Come As You Are. They talk about accelerators and brakes yeah, yeah, in yeah. your brain. Yes, yes. So things that happen within your brain that accelerate your sexual desires mm-hmm. and things that put the brakes on. Correct. And these were the terms I could not think of in last week's episode. I don't mm-hmm. remember what I called them, but that's what I they don't are. Know. You probably called them goey and stoppies. Mm, maybe I did. That sounds like right out of the <laughs> Shelly uh, Johnson playbook. The goey part <laughs> and the stoppy part. <laughs> red light, green light. <laughs> red uh-huh. Rover, Red Rover, oh, you must God. come over. Uh-huh. Is that what that means? Mm-hmm. Could be. Red light, green light just reminds me of Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that show. Mm-hmm. I have such weird feelings about that show. Anyway, yeah. I digress. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's what is so fantastic about the author of this book, the sex educator, Emily Nagoski. Mm-hmm. She just makes everyone feel so validated. Yeah. I cannot wait to have her on the show. I think that everyone is going to feel just so validated and amazed by this yeah. conversation and just feel really good about your parts. All parts are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, All parts are yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel like yours are unusual. Wait till you see mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's another special segment on uh, Scandal yeah, Sessions. Yeah, that's, that's not at the $5 level. That's uh, that's at a, a OnlyFans level. <laughs> that's hilarious. And well-timed, Shelly. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that's you. That's funny. Um, I was going to say, too, that when you wrote the letter to see if we could interview her, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and it was her husband reading the letter to her, he lines up her interviews, yeah. and it was like, as soon as it got to the part of these ex-religious people and their struggles, she's like, yes, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I want to come on the show. I gave her a few examples in the letter that I wrote to her, and he said she didn't even get halfway through. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes, let's yeah. do this. So yeah. that's fantastic. I can only guess that she, because she's a, a sex coach and has a bunch of letters next to her name, um, I can only imagine she deals with and helps out a lot of ex-cult members who Mm -hmm. have been so sexually shamed and fucked up. Yep. So I think she's super excited to help everybody. Yep. 
So there's probably something subconscious from religion going on there. I'd say 100%. Mm-hmm. Something to look at for you. It's my turn? Yep. Okay. I was 19 and in college. I came home for the weekend because my brother was coming home from his mission. My parents sat me down and had a, we know you're having sex, talk with me. Jesus. Then proceeded to tell me to choose him or them. Wait, what? Yeah. If I chose him, I guess the boyfriend, they would no longer help me with college, nor was I welcome to live in their home. Three months later, I married him. Fast forward seven years to when I was getting a divorce and my dad asked me, don't you wish you'd listen to us when we told you not to marry him? What a fucker. I know. I hate that. I told you so's. Yep. I looked at him like he had two heads and asked, do you really feel like you had no part in me marrying him? If I had just continued to date him, I likely would have never married him. You gave me an in-love headstrong teenager, an ultimatum that I wasn't prepared to make. Don't give an ultimatum if you're not ready for either choice to be made. Oh, and they only knew I was having sex because a friend of mine emailed them and told. Can you imagine your friend telling on you to your parents? Shelly's having sex. Uh-huh. Ugh, so people. they give her an ultimatum. She marries the dude and then gets divorced. And the dad's like, told you so. Told you so. Aren't you sad you didn't listen to us? Fuck off, Dad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Okay, next letter. Holy shit, I don't know where to start. I got married at 22 to a 29-year-old TBM. True blue Mormon, true believing Mormon, whatever you call it. True blue balls Mormons. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) Neither of us had had sex before marriage, but we had each messed around. We got married to the Manti Temple, and pretty much our entire three-plus years of marriage, he struggled intensely with performance anxiety. I already had pretty bad self-esteem issues thanks to a previous boyfriend, so needless to say, his sexual anxiety fed into that. Mm, I bet. Yeah. I started to think maybe something was wrong with me. Yeah, duh. The girls always think it's their fault. For sure. After we got divorced, I had a couple of other sexual partners, both male, and it was fun, but I was just very insecure in my own ability to live up to expectations. I had, and still do to an extent, an extremely difficult time communicating about sex. Mm, That's tough. Oh, you and I, Mary, we really, I think, communicate well. Not before you had I ever communicated well about sex. Oh, wow. Just absolutely not. Super I guess you didn't feel safe. No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, That's hugely thanks to the LDS Church putting a huge taboo on any healthy discussion about sex. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I don't think I've ever heard Terry or Dixie say the word sex. (laughs) Thankfully, I met my current boyfriend in August of last year. We've been together since then, and let's just say that I no longer have any complaints in that department. All right. I thought for so long that something was wrong with me, and now I know none of that was my fault. It was the churches. Yeah. Duh, totally. They don't prepare anybody for sex. No. I mean, I told you about the weird pep talk, whatever you want to call it, that Brent's dad gave Brent before we Mm -hmm. got married. I have one piece of advice. Lubrication, yeah. Yeah. My parents didn't give me any advice. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, sex education, nothing. Absolutely zero Mm -hmm. nothing. I think that's really common. I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe they just had assumed. I mean, I'm sure they didn't talk to any of my brothers either, but I wonder if there was just kind of an assumption that because they knew I had had sex that I didn't need to be. But you can have sex a billion times and still not know anything. Well, sure. Yeah. Like, not know what's healthy. Not know how to not know how your own body works. Yeah, yeah. Not know, especially as a woman, Mm -hmm. how to ask for and receive pleasure or to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also a huge thing. We've had so many letters and so many people that I've spoken with who were scared to death of their wedding night because they really just didn't want to have sex yet, but they figured they had to. Like that's the expectation, and so they did it, even though they didn't want to. Um, which feels like a rape. Mm. It really does. And I'm not putting that on the men. The men have the same expectation. I'm supposed to have sex tonight. Mm -hmm. And the women don't feel like they are allowed to even can say, can we just not tonight? Mm. I'm not ready. So it just becomes this big, ugly-ass, traumatic night. And unless you fall into that group that's doing the Provo push or similar Mm -hmm. or, you know, soaking or whatever you're doing, which is pretty much everything except for movement, so basically, like you're in a sex position, mm-hmm. an actual sex position, whether mm-hmm. or not there's thrusting, whatever, regardless, you're already in that position. Yeah. 
not everyone falls into that category. Right. A lot of people really save themselves. Yeah. And so they have no idea right. any of this stuff. Right. Plus, they're maybe getting together, maybe getting married after such a short time knowing somebody. Yeah. Or they're like 19 years old. 19, uh, marrying a return missionary, don't know anything about any mm-hmm. of this stuff. Not mm-hmm. even dating long. Mm-hmm. Not even experimenting very much. Yeah, know nothing about their body. I know. Yeah. Uh, trauma. And, so and much that fucking way, trauma. I kind of think the Provo push is a good idea because I am pro-experimenting. Sure. Be safe, everybody. Yeah. Please wear a condom. Absolutely. And, you know, the reason we kind of laugh about the Provo push, because it's <laughs> it's brought about because of the church. You know, it's like, hey, it's church, silly? this is, it gets silly. <laughs> because these human beings are not allowed to be natural, like to have these feelings. Mm-hmm. You just, Explore the feelings that they already have naturally. Right. Right. Thank you. I couldn't sure, quite no get problem. those into words. I'm here for you. I'm helping you out. <laughs> That was a bumble, wasn't it? Okay. (laughs) Should we continue? Yes. Okay. Your turn. Thinking that sex before marriage was so bad that it was second only to killing a person. Yep. I was taught the same. Miracle of forgiveness, baby. (sighs) I literally didn't know parts of female anatomy until I was 22. I told that to my Nevermo girlfriend the other day. She looked at me with such shock and horror. She legit thought I was kidding. Not even knowing parts of my own body, that's pretty fucked up. You know, it's not fucked up. You are so normal in this. No. It, you know you, what I mean? You're right. not fucked up at it's all. It's the church that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. And now you're recovering well, from it. Well, in this purity culture idea mm-hmm. of, you know, we can't even look at the thing. It's too <laughs> scary. Don't even look at it. I was afraid to, like, I never touched my parts. Uh-huh. Even when I was sexually active in high school, and the first year of college, I was being a sinner. Even then, just touching them made me uncomfortable. Oh, wow. Because it was, like, too close to masturbation. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? No, not like, weird. You were taught that it was awful. Yeah, I would have sex. Next to murder. Yeah. Ooh, I'm writing down a note for scandals. Hang on. Okay. It's scandal sessions, by the way. Sorry, writing down a note. Something just, something <laughs> One just of these days, popped up in my mind that I don't really want to let out She's going to remember the name right of that um, podcast. And the dish. All right. All right. That's that should com- be a good coming one. soon on a... Okay. Masturbation, somebody in a bishop mm-hmm. walks into a bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what I was going to say, not knowing parts of your own body is very typical oh, of people sure. who come from a like extreme religious background. Absolutely. Completely typical. As a matter of fact, I remember when we were reading the, the uh, Christmas story out of the Bible one year, and my dad was having us kids take turns reading each verse, you know? Mm-hmm. Then there was the verse where it talks about it was time for Jesus to be circumcised or something about circumcision. He literally made us skip that verse. <laughs> it's like, did you not want the question to be fielded? You not want me to be like, what does that don't mean? Don't talk about circumcision. Just didn't want to even—I mean, I don't know what the verse is, but it's something about circumcised— Something. Who knows? I don't know. But I don't really was, think about Jesus' penis very much. Yeah, no. Um, but he, I mean, if he's a half God, I wonder, I'm kidding. But my dad was so not wanting to have a conversation that had anything to do with sex. Mm-hmm. That's not even that sex. It's just part of the body. Well, that's what I mean, like body parts. Mm-hmm. Never heard him say the word penis, vagina, nothing ever. Yeah. I remember the, and my brother Mark told me this, that when Mark was in high school, um, my dad basically just walked in his room and said, son, do you masturbate? And Mark goes, no. And then he goes, okay, and then leaves. Oh, my God. What's he going to say? Oh, yeah, actually, join me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Mark, Mark, you know, and I don't know, but my guess just would got be the lotion that, out. that he did masturbate. <laughs> I don't know this at all, but I'm just like teenage boy. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. He mm-hmm. Maybe he never, ever did. But the fact that the conversation was just, son, do you masturbate? Your no, mom's been finding some sticky socks in oh. the laundry. Ooh, stop. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why do I derive so much pleasure in watching you squirm and blush? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fun for me. I Clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> this is going to be a good Scandal Sessions episode. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but what I was going to say is in the book, Emily Nagoski talks about getting out a mirror and actually look at what you got going on down there. I have only recently, within the last few years, I would say, done that. Um, Did we get mirrors out? Well, I've done that when I'm shaving down there. Sometimes I, you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you tidying up. 
I do. I keep it pretty tidy. <laughs> I like uh, landscaping. Landscaping. I am mm-hmm. a landscaper, <laughs> and I don't care what kind of hair people have down there. That was a good rhyme. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it in a box. Um, but as a, a teenager, stuff I never shaved anything there. I didn't know. You know, I didn't even know it was an option, and so I never looked. I never looked down there. Mm-hmm. There was no reason. Even again, even though I was having sex. Teen years, my early 20s, never looked. Well, okay, if you're a woman listening to this right now, raise your hand if you felt shame about that area of your body between your legs. Yeah, raising my hand. Right? Mm-hmm. How many of us did feel shame about that area of our For body? For sure, because it's, it's dirty. Mm. It needs to be douched. You have blood right? come out of it. Right? Like, you're not a virgin anymore. You're, mm-hmm. It's been soiled. It's— yeah. You're taught so many bad, yep. bad things about that part. Unclean. Yeah. 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 I know. Fucking patriarchy. Yeah, we're going to break this shit down. Okay. I think you're next to oh. read, by the way. Okay. This person says, oh my God, I'm still unpacking all the sexual shame and baggage I got from the cult, even a decade after I left. Yeah. I get it. You don't leave the cult, snap your fingers, and you're, you're mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally fixed. It's a process. Yeah. It is sometimes a lifetime process. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. There's no magic date when things have to be all worked out. Right. Like, seriously, don't feel bad that you're 10 years after leaving and still having issues. The church fucks with you. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does. You know, we just met Natasha Helfer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we could, through her help, refer you to a specialist. Absolutely. Uh, if you need therapeutic help. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Send us uh, an email at contact at latterdaylesbian.org and we'll try to get you some information or, or some, some yeah. help in some way. I think probably we could even, as we get our uh, dates scheduled for when we're going to uh, interview her, maybe field some listener questions for yeah. her to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd mm-hmm. be good, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go next. Okay. And this may have to be our last one. Maybe we'll do two more. Okay. Oh, and trigger warning once again, this does talk about assault. So... If that is a sensitive topic for you, please fast forward or maybe stop listening. Listen with a friend. Take care of you. Person says, oh, Lord, I could talk about this for days. I was sexually assaulted as a child by a Mormon family member. He would abuse me and then remind me that we had committed a serious sin against God. Jesus. And therefore, I shouldn't tell anyone because we would both get kicked out of the church And so would my parents, because the parents have to pay for the sins of their children. Wow. Uh, This person says that's some scripture that I can't remember at the moment. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. thrown in uh, this person's face, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be quiet because we committed a sin together. Yeah, and your parents will go to hell. Right. Because of what we've done. Yeah, and you're culpable, child that I just molested. God. What the fuck Mm -hmm. is wrong with people? Oh, I'm starting to get amped up about this. Jesus. I knew my mom would die if she was excommunicated, so I didn't tell a soul until I was 18, and my parents wouldn't have to pay the price for my sin anymore. Can you imagine carrying around that heavy weight? No. The guilt and the shame of what you think you did because someone manipulated you and brought you into their sick game and made you culpable for their actions, and now you are carrying that around for the rest of your life. I remember my abuser, he didn't say this is your fault. He said, you shouldn't tell anyone. But in my eight-year-old brain, it was, I am dirty. Mm. It had nothing to do with the fact that I was only eight and had no way of consenting to anything. Right. It was that, well, I went along with it. Yeah. I'm bad. I'm dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't actually have to say the words. A child will still take upon. That, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Back to this letter. Can we talk about how the church didn't do anything to him? Even finding out he assaulted me regularly from the age of four until 12 He was at his daughter's temple wedding four months after I reported it. So there you go. No consequences. Yep. Also, I have been married for 17 years, and there are times that I have to remind myself that having sex is natural and it's okay to enjoy it. Yeah. That stems directly from being told I was sinning as a child. 
I'm sharing here because I know too many childhood sex abuse survivors that were made to feel they were unholy. Mm -hmm. I am 100% clear that he is the owner of any shame. And if I can help anyone else by sharing my story, that is what I want to do. You know what, listener? You are helping. Yes. Thank you for helping. Yeah. Because you're not alone. Mm -mm. This is actually very common, sadly. And we have to, in my opinion, share our stories to begin to heal. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it's hard. It's hard to it share hard. sometimes. Yeah. But I think the more you share and the more that you see other people are lifted up and helped, mm-hmm. the easier it is to share. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell the world. Yeah. You can look at me weird all you want. It's the people that I'm helping that I care what they think. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Uh, we have time for one more, I think. Okay. Religion messed up masturbation for me more than sex. However, maybe that's why I don't have sex with random people. I grew up with the thought that you only have sex with whom you marry or will marry. So no one night stands for me, but only long-term relationships if they had the potential for marriage. Mm. So it's interesting, and I don't know, but it seems like this person is fine with not having sex with random people. Number of sexual partners means nothing to me. Sure. It just doesn't matter. But I'm wondering if this person could be thinking... My reason I'm this way, for better or worse, is because of the church, you know? You know, and it's interesting that this person linked masturbation, which was difficult or maybe shameful, Mm -hmm. with not wanting to have partners that, I mean, were random or something and maybe only saving themselves for one special Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. I've heard that linked before for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first time I've heard that. Something about masturbation, which was the more shameful thing linked to wanting to be particular about partners later. I don't know. Not sure how that's linked, but that's interesting. Well, there ain't nothing wrong with masturbation. Just going to throw that out there. No, not at all. Mm -mm. Um, It's just another way to get to know your body and how it works. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. And Mm -hmm. it informs you to know how your body works during sex Mm -hmm. to be able to communicate that with a partner. Correct. Get to know yourself. It's all good things. Mm -hmm. I guess that's, uh, we're wrapped up on these letters for today. There are more, Mm -hmm. and we're going to save them for yet another episode. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add before we take Um, our last commercial break? No, I'm good. No, okay. All right, well, uh, we've got some patrons and some Supercast members to thank, and also one last person for that GoFundMe microphone. Sweet. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Shelly, how should we do the names this week? Well, we got to hear all about the tinkling. Um, Scabby, wanton. wanton tinkling (laughs) with the long necks. Oh, so biblical takes on sex or something? Biblical takes on woman's sin. (laughs) Women's sin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. That's great. We have exactly five. Patrons? Yes. Although, well, I would say six, but two of them are twofer. They signed up together. Okay. So... It's actually five. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. First name, Emily F. F? Mm-hmm. Well, fornication. Oh, Emily. You fornicator. <laughs> Emily fornication. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. Next, Stephanie B. B. Hmm. How about bodacious? Bodacious? Like bodacious boobs. Would that be in the Bible? Nope. It's in my Bible. <laughs> um, so if so, imagine these scabby women with bodacious boobs as they're tinkling. Okay. So, um, Stephanie Bodacious, you're welcome. Okay. Sure. So, oh my God, <laughs> these are not easy, people. <laughs> Stephanie, stop your bitching. Oh, that's Stephanie bitching. <laughs> what else you got? Stephanie bitching with bodacious breasts. Okay. Oh my goodness. Next, Deborah J. J. Oh. What? Jezebel. Oh, God. Yes. Jezebel. Deborah Come on. Jezebel, you tinkling whore. <laughs> Quit your <laughs> with, tinkling with over scabs. there. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wanton eyes. Uh huh. Wanton eyes. Wanton eyeballs. <laughs> Next, Colleen B. Shit, another B. Buttocks. Oh, buttocks. Buttocks is a, is a scriptural scr- term. I would think so. <laughs> Can we bar the, boda- the bodacious? Bodacious but- buttocks? Colleen bodacious buttocks. So now we've just put— Is it Colleen? I don't know. 
It's C O L L E E N. You that tell us. Like Colleen. Okay. Colleen. Colleen and Stephanie, you, you are both bodacious, one with the breasts, the other with the buttocks. Oh my goodness. This is getting really weird. I think I just made them a couple. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Speaking of couples, the last Lenora F and mm-hmm. Karen G. F and G. F and G. <laughs> Did we do fornicator? Yeah, we did that. Yeah, one of already. course. That's like that's like Dur- the go-to. We okay. need we need an F. Okay, I got this one. You do? Uh huh. What was that biblical story <laughs> where that guy had to prove his love by killing a bunch of dudes? Oh, the foreskin one. Yeah. Oh, foreskins. <laughs> we haven't done foreskin in a while. We haven't. I am sorry, Lenora Foreskin. <laughs> that's a shit name. I thought this was supposed to be how the Bible views women. Well, it is because. The Is woman it? was worth 300 foreskins. <laughs> oh, that's true. I think it was 200. <laughs> okay, so she's not <laughs> as worth as I thought. Mm-hmm. The Lenore- 200 foreskin cow wife? <laughs> 200 foreskin wife? God. Ew. Ew. Sorry. Well, you're going to have to take the G then. Karen G. Hmm. Well, I think the Bible might refer to her promiscuity as gargantuan in size. Gargantuan. <laughs> Promiscuity. I don't know why that's in my head. Okay, Karen, with your gargantuan (laughs) promiscuity (laughs) and your Lenora Foreskin partner, friend, lover, whatever. We are horrible at this. They're probably going to drop off Patreon now. (laughs) Lenora and Karen, we're We're sorry. sorry. We're (laughs) We're also sorry to Colleen, Deborah, Stephanie, and Emily. Mm -hmm. This one was ugly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. The Bible doesn't talk about sex much for women. Let's just be honest. It just makes them feel like whores. Right. And, and want, we don't really want to do that. <laughs> and wontons. <laughs> okay, so we have one person to thank for GoFundMe. Okay. Our microphone fund. C-J-O. Orgasm. Duh. Right. C-J orgasm. Although, um, not that they would ever talk about orgasms. No. In the Bible? No, don't no. spill your seed. Um, right. <laughs> and they don't even talk about female sexual pleasure. Probably not. So we're going to talk about it. C-J Orgasm. 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 Is that the echo? Okay. Okay, so the last names are from Supercast. Oh, how many are there? There are four to thank this week. So thank you all for supporting us on Supercast. As a reminder, that is the ability to listen to ad-free and bonus content right from your podcast player. There you go. How cool is that? I love it. Okay, first one, Marnie P. Um, promiscuous. Ooh, promiscuous. Oh, Marnie. You, you tinkling wonton. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne G. G spot? <laughs> I don't remember that in scripture, but we'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it should be All in right. the scriptures. I'll take the next one. Okay. Marlise C. Maybe it's come hither. Oh. That feels or is like- it thither? Thither? Come thither? Are come we, scissor? Are we thithering? <laughs> By the way, again, scissoring is not a thing that lesbians actually do unless Someone they're just might. joking. I don't want to be that far away from your face. <laughs> I like being right up by your face. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, there you go. Um, who did we Marlies just name? come thither. Oh, come, th- come thither and let thither. Let thither, Marlies. <laughs> Jesus. So Cassidy. Jesus. Cassidy, my little eight-year-old. Um, it's kind of sad because she's almost lost her lisp at this point. You miss, um, the, you miss the lisp? I miss the lisp. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, last Supercast member, thank you all for your support, Anna N., I mean, nipples. Okay. uh, Does the Bible say anything about anyone's nipples? I don't know. Shelly's not following the rules. You know what? Mm. I'm going to look it up. You're going to see if the Bible ever I'm going to do nipples in the Bible. And I'm going to Google it. Nipple mentions in the Bible. (laughs) Nipples in the Bible. Nipples in the Bible. Bible. It's one of my favorite Google searches. Uh Mm -hmm. Oh, there's three instances. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. So nipples are mentioned in the well, Bible. I know, and I'm going to share. They're all in Ezekiel. It's okay. <laughs> Go Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Had a boob fetish. Yeah. Anna, this is for you. Ezekiel 23.3, who acted like prostitutes in Egypt, behaving oh. promiscuously in their youth. Their breasts were fondled there, and their virgin nipples caressed. Oh, jeez. I, I like how they have virgin nipples. There's no hymen around the breast who, Yeah, either. who cares? <laughs> if their nipples are virgins. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Ezekiel does. Yeah. What's this, what's this translation? This is a weird Jesus-y if one. If it's not the King James Version, <laughs> then it doesn't count, Shelley. Oh, I see. HCSB. HCSB. Is that, let me click it. The Holman Bible? 
What? Hang on. Let me look up King James. How much you want to bet that's not in the King James? You don't think King James enjoyed his virginal nipples either? No way. All right. King James Version. None in King James. But I think this means the modern King James Version. Huh. Okay, here you go. So we've got, so in modern, we can talk about the nipples. So you longed for the wickedness of your youth when the Egyptians worked your nipples <laughs> for the sake of the breasts of your youth. Well, work them titties. What is this? How do you work your nipples? I don't know. I don't. Girl, you better work your I'm nipples. I'm going to work my nipples. <laughs> mm-hmm. so there you go. You're welcome. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, um, sometime we're going to get off this sex subject and we won't be butchering the last names quite as badly. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, not sorry. It is what it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you would like to offer us financial support, not sure why you would, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I guess we're wrapped up here. Yep. Done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wrap it, ship it, put a bow on it, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Let's thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you. And everyone listening, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you listening, Shelly? Is that pertaining to you? I've been listening to you talk okay. for the last hour. <laughs> oh, <so>. shit. <laughs> Everybody, please steer clear of cults because they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye.